Hello there, and welcome to the next episode of Opinions. I've already asked you what episode number it is, and I've already forgotten. <laughs> episode 26. Heck yeah. We are making it into the deep double digits, so there's a lot to keep track of. Um, today's episode is called Has Boston Struck Gold, which I think that's pretty obvious why it's called mm. called that. We've waited specifically until we're halfway through the finals. Yep. Because we didn't want to... We were, we were going to talk about the two games, and we we're like, uh... Let's let's talk about it when it's a bit more spicy. So now we can mm. talk about three games, and then yep. by next week when we next do this, whichever day it is, I haven't decided yet. It, I think it depends on how the games go. Yeah, depends we will, how quickly the series is over. Exactly. Then we will probably try and wait till the end of the series before we do finals part two, mm. and then we're in off season, which means we get to have all the fun of talking about rumors mm. for the next couple of months, and we're gonna try and break down. Might be, uh, look. I don't know if we have enough time to break down every single team. Do we have enough weeks? Oh man! Honestly, this the a... this next season comes around so quickly. It does. So we'll have to see because we, we only go. got four weeks roughly in every month. Mm. So that means four teams a month, and there's only like we have to three do two months? an episode or something. <laughs> maybe we'll have to a random tangent. We mm. should be talking about the finals, but yep. <laughs> maybe maybe we we'll just pick our favorite teams. I don't know. Mm. We'll, we'll find the most interesting ones. I think uh, the ones that have a bit more so, interest so Maybe stay not tuned we're, we're not going to take a four month break we are yep. still going to be doing weekly uploads um, pretty much all of the time we're committed yep. to our three listeners so <laughs> that listen to this so, so far so all of you stay tuned exactly but finals wow wowzers I made a mess with my trousers this has been pretty good I feel like look we talk a lot about the curse of opinions mm. um, but I feel like we kind of like I cursed it in a good way yeah, true. Because like they've look, they've blown out a little bit at the end, but like, like especially like the most most of these games for most of it has been good. Yeah, I even think, honestly, like this is the perfect time for it to become solid. But this has been one of the most entertaining series all all players. Great, it's I mean, been awesome. It. For game one was fantastic, and then yep. watching game two where like they like both you could see both teams were really stepping up. Mm. It got a little bit out of control pretty quickly for in game two, which was disappointing. But that's okay because mm. game three. I thought game three was over. Yeah. I was about to turn that, that, that mof off. Like I was <laughs> like, Oh damn it. Celtics forgot how to play basketball again. And mm. then they, they can't, well, actually no, so it was the other way around. Um, I was like, Oh damn Celtics have blown out the warriors there. You know, mm. they suck. And then the warriors brought it back. Yep. They and have a they, habit of going on a hot streak, but that wasn't quite that enough. Third quarter. So I've jumped around all three games, which I, in my <laughs> head was like, don't do that. But let's start off with game one because yep. game one was fun. Mm. Um, what what were your thoughts as I try to remember desperately right. desperately what happened off the bat I think there are a couple big things for me first of all game That's one right. Jason Tatum didn't really show up in terms of shooting uh, went fr- uh, three from 17 uh, from the field so 17% what the, what the men do though instead <laughs> look at that assist yeah, column I remember now it's all coming say, back to me yep, it's all coming back assists. to me so I feel like that was the big thing for him he Obviously, still needs to produce for the team in one way or another. He still and he helped. Did that. So I think he turned it around. That's really right. Good. This yep. is the game mm. where Golden State Warriors were like, eh, Al Horford's a bum. <laughs> and then Al Horford's like, excuse moi. Yeah. And went six from eight from the three point line and finished with 26 points, which, by the way, is the most on the Celtics team. Yeah. So he that- led the team in scoring. He hit six from eight from three point range, which is a I mean, a record for him in any game, let alone a finals. Uh, honestly, he's just stepped up. Fourth quarter, he hit 
two clutch threes in a row, hit a midi, hit another three. He, did, he was just on fire. I, I remember this. They just left him open and he was yeah. like, all right, I'm going to shoot it then. Yeah. And it just, he couldn't miss. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, I love like, what timeline are we in right now? <laughs> like, if I had told you at the start of the season, hell, any season, even when Al Horford was considered a better player, mm. if I had told you that Al Horford would be the top scorer in an NBA final, you would have laughed at me. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it is a bit surprising to some degree because it's, yeah, I mean, not exactly their star player, but I think that's one of the things the Celtics have going for them. They have some of these guys stepping up. And another one I want to mention as well, Derek White. He had 21 oh, points bro. off the bench. And the thing was, too, he wasn't just, like, going on hot streaks. He was just hitting shots when the team needed it. So yep. the Celtics would get ahead by a bit, or, sorry, would drop behind a bit. Golden State would be, go on a bit of a run, and, and he'd just Derek hit a Derek Rivers was like, boom, three-pointer. Exactly. He hit five threes out in, the, in the game. They so. did the same thing to him. They were like, oh, yeah. yeah, you're just an average shooter. It won't even out. And Derek White's like, thanks. Yep. Practice shot. I'm hot now, baby. I'm, I'm cooking. <laughs> he was cooking. He... Like, I swear, every time the Warriors were, like, starting to get, like, a little run going where mm. they get, like, two or three buckets to nothing, then Derek White would rock up and just be like, three! And yeah. then they, and you could just see the Warriors, like, perk up, perk up, Derek White, boom, and back down like, again. No, you don't, and reel it back in a little bit. It yep. was insane how much they gave him so much space. Yeah. Which, it I was I point out one thing interesting, fun. though, because, like you said, they left Horford and White open a couple times, and they... They delivered when they were open, but Boston, I think, were actually guarded for the majority of their three-pointers. I think the majority of them were either heavily contested or moderately contested, which I didn't expect because a lot of them, they were wide open. And I'm thinking Golden State has really dropped off defensively, but they were still hitting quite tough shots. The oh, yeah. No, it wasn't like open. Like, you know, they, it wasn't a complete defensive breakdown, but mm. I think when I say open three-pointers, like, you know, there was a guy close by... Mm. But, you know, Al Horf was doing a lot of catch-and-shoot stuff. The yep. same with Derek White. Well, they, they did, to be fair, they did give Derek White a bit of space. Yeah, did a Intentionally. Bit. But I think just the ball movement of the Celtics. Like, the Golden State Warriors, historically, in the last decade or so, have been one of the most beautiful teams to watch in terms of ball movement. And the Celtics are kind of fighting them with the same same beautiful ball movement. I love to see it. I mean, at, at times, like, you'd think, oh, Tatum, he's just going to keep chucking up shots to try and get some rhythm. But to his credit, I mean, he kept the ball moving, 13 assists, and... I think, yeah, even though he had a bad uh, game scoring-wise, he still delivered, and as a team, they all... I mean, Jalen Brown as well, 24 points. I think, yeah, like, they, they the, had... All across the board with solid. The, so. the standout stat here is that if you look at the assists by team, mm. um, Boston are 33 assists, and Golden State have only got 24. Yeah. And I think that just shows that Boston were really moving the ball around, mm. just trying to find the people that were open and let people take good shots. Yeah, I think in, in game one as well, I think Curry had to kind of create his shot himself a little bit because the Celtics, to their credit, again, defensively were actually pretty pretty sound. Uh, they didn't let the Warriors get as many clean assists. Boston shot 50% from the three-point line. Yeah, I mean, they were hot. <laughs> Absolutely they they hot. just heated up and just kept on going. Mm. I think the big thing as well, and this is going to be a theme for the next couple of games, is that Thompson... And you look, on game one, Thompson was okay. Mm. He was yep. six from 14, three from seven from the three-point line, 15 points. Was okay. Mm. But he, he... What, is he the second or the third option now? I mean, he's he's pretty much the second option, back to second option of the Warriors, and... Not quite enough that you'd expect, considering three of the Celtics squad tw in in the twenties, 
Uh, so I think yeah. Look, Curry Curry was fine. Wiggins was fine. Eight from fifteen. Mm. It was a little bit cold from the three, but was still good in the paint. Mm. Um, I think, and, and this, and here's another theme that will go on as well is that, um, Draymond Green was two from twelve. Yep. So, I mean that that was the bit where they lost. That that was honestly the bit. Like I don't know if he was feeling. He was zero from three, zero from four from the three point line, zero from three in the three throws. Yeah, three throws. Three throws. Um, I just don't like. He doesn't usually take that many shots. I don't know if he was feeling himself or. Yeah. Um, it just looked like at times that he was just like because like obviously he was getting the um the Simmons sag, the mm. the Go Bear <laughs> gap put on him. <laughs> Um, and I don't know if he was trying to punish them for doing that or if he felt like he could actually, but yeah, no, Boston were being quite disrespectful for, to him, which, yeah. uh, to be quite honest with you, isn't unfounded. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's not, not going to be a huge scoring threat, but for him to be almost taking as many shots as Wiggins and Thompson, like he shouldn't be taking that that's many. That's a problem. Um, and I guess the other factor as well, Jordan Poole, who generally is kind of their, their third option or maybe alongside with Wiggins, uh, didn't have a great game only in single digits with nine points. Uh, went one from five from three, so he wasn't really there either. So honestly, this game was mostly Curry in terms of yeah. scoring load with 34 points. And the crazy thing too is he scored, I think it was 20 or 24 of those points. But Prince just in the first quarter, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, he yeah, he yeah, hit he like went absolutely off. He yeah. in the first quarter. And that's when I was thinking, like I'm watching it like, okay, this game, Golden State's either just going to get crazy cooking, like Curry's on, on track to drop like... 81 like Kobe or something but then just went cold second quarter I don't think he scored a point bruh Curry's Curry's like a reverse Harden <laughs> reverse Harden he's he's, he's he's been you know he, he had a good team around him so he didn't have to do the whole Harden now he's trying to carry a team and it's mm. hard yeah because that the, if you're the main like the, the thing with Curry right now with with how the Warriors team is is that if no one else is cooking and Curry's the only one cooking who do you have to stop yeah um, exactly there was, I don't know if it was this game, it might have been the third game or the second game. There was a game where the Warriors were missing a lot of um, of easy layups. It was quite funny. Mm. It was like Wiggins missed a couple, Thompson missed a couple, and they were getting really upset about it. Like you could see that it was getting to them. Yeah. Um, it's it's just interesting to see. Like usually, Golden State Warriors are perfect. That's the thing. Not perfect, but they're so well. I don't want to say well drilled, but they're just so. Disciplined. They're well disciplined. Like just they're a team that don't make too many sloppy errors. Like no. they might not be cooking every single game, but they don't make sloppy mistakes. But there was like one point where they I don't know if it was this game or the second game. I think it was this game maybe, but mm. they missed like four layups in a row. Curry missed one, Thompson mm. missed one, Wiggins missed one, I think Draymond missed one as well. Well yeah. it wasn't hard for Draymond to miss one <laughs> with how he's been playing. But mm. it was um they're they're not looking comfortable and the, and I think it also comes down to the depth they haven't got the depth that they yep. usually have that's true that's true it's because it's, honestly like when you look at the warriors right you've got Steph number one option you've got clay you got jordan Poole and wiggins that's really only four scoring options you've got looney and you've got draymond and stuff but they're really just kind of defensive presences really on the celtics i feel like almost everyone is a scoring threat i mean obviously tatum and brown you got leading the pack but horford and white like we said game one have been i mean oh, dropping 20 why? I mean, even Marcus Smart can go off. So I think just the depth of options in the I Celtics love, is... Is it Robert Williams? Is that his name? Oh, yeah. Time Lord. Yep. <laughs> I love Robert Williams the third. Yeah. That man is just a beast. And I know he's not like... Mm. He's he's just... He's not the tallest center out there. 
and he's not the biggest center out there mm. but what he does is just that man will come in and get the oop and just slam it down yeah. and oh i mean energy i feel like he's kind of almost showing flashes of like javel mcgee but like good javel mcgee like yeah. finals javel because he he was 100 percent from the field just had four from four mostly easy lobs four blocks as well i mean yeah the blocks bro he goes in and they were on i think it was the there was another game yeah there was mm. another game where they were just on fire with blocks yep. like a four in a game in finals like yep. that's i think there's a couple of times where curry tried to lay past him and robert and williams was just like no sends it to the second row what like, are you doing and that that's you can't exactly lay up the on defensive <laughs> that's the defensive presence they need because they've got the scoring options they don't need him to drop like 20 a game they can be happy with him dropping maybe 10 or so and just defensively four blocks a game keep that up and that's that's a finals I, win right I there I love how they play two centers in the starting five yeah because I mean Horford Horford's like a stretch he's always oh, it's always been a tricky one because even when he started his career in Atlanta he was playing center but he's always said he's more of a power forward so I can see him at both both positions but that's the thing as well right because you put some size up against the Warriors the Warriors kind of have to play a little bit bigger and when you end up with Draymond and Looney on the field at the same time I I think that's pretty much two non-scoring mm. options for the Warriors really because uh, when they play small ball they can maybe put Dre at the five or just Kevin at the five and bring on like Otto Porter or someone else but when you play big against them they're kind of forced into a larger lineup and they lose options look we'll, remind me to talk about we'll, we'll talk about defense a little bit later because like mm. even with even when like I've got a funny thing remind me <laughs> to talk about Marcus Smart and Curry game three okay. later but the the def- that, that, that's the problem I think with Golden State, especially in this game, is like if you put too much defense on, they haven't got enough offense. Yeah. But if you put too much offense on, then Boston go big. Yeah. Or like, but there's even times where um they they take off Williams, they leave Horford at the five, mm. and then they either throw Williams, who is a pretty short looking power forward, but. I mean, he is. I think he's undersized, but he plays with... He's got PJ Tucker vibes. Like, yeah. he's undersized, but kind of plays with a lot of grit. Yeah, so, so they either throw Williams on, or I do love seeing, like, White come on. Like, sometimes they go, like, the three... The two Js and White, and then they have yeah. Horford and... and um, Oh, and... Oh, uh, sorry. The two Js, Smart and White. Mm. But, like, usually one of, the, one of those three are off. But, like, there's just... They can go small, but still have Horford as like the undersized power forward, but playing the five. It's great. Yeah. Or they yeah, even so play. Versatility. They play Grant Williams at the five sometimes, and they go extra small. Yeah. Then I'm pretty, really small I'm pretty sure there's a rotation where there's Grant Williams at the five. Then you've got the two Js, Marcus Smart, and White. Yeah. So they I'm can, pretty sure that's a thing. They can really kind of just adjust their lineup for any kind of size that they want. And that's the versatility that is crucial so, in the finals. So for the games at Golden State, we said we were worried that Boston wouldn't be able to steal one on the road. Yep, we said that. Yep. We did. It, it's a fact. It's in there. Um, and game one, it wasn't even game two. I thought maybe, mm. I was hoping like maybe game two, they could, game one, Boston were just like, nah, bro, we're, we're for yep. real. Um this is the first time in this playoff run that Golden State have lost at home. Yeah, that's I'm pretty huge. sure that's a thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they that's have correct. not lost at home until Game One versus Boston. Yeah, so we've just looked like a bunch of idiots as usual. <laughs> I mean that that maybe that was our plan. Look, because we of the opinions. we need to get people to listen to us and just be like, hey, whatever we predict, 
bet against us yep. and then give us a 10% share when you win. <laughs> I like, mean, always gamble responsibly, but I feel like there's definitely like a advertising thing we can do here. Surely, surely, surely like <laughs> just listen to the podcast, whatever we don't, like whatever we predict, yeah. do the opposite. And honestly, like eight times out of 10, we are always wrong. Yeah. Honestly, don't listen to people trying to give you footy tips or basketball tips. Just listen to us. Do the yeah. opposite. I think I think the only thing I can like convincingly say I've been right about was that the Lakers were trash. <laughs> and that one you don't really need a crystal ball I, for. So. I just wished that I was more confident mm. to like commit to them being trash. Like I was yeah. like, yeah, they're not going to win it, but like maybe they'll make playoffs. I wish. I didn't think that they were going to do well in playoffs, but I wish I committed to that harder. Yeah, because I was not even make it. I was I was just like sure. Like I, I sort of fell for the trap of like it's the Lakers. Like surely you know that LeBron will get him out of the first round at least. <laughs> and but mm. then like the more they played, the more I was like, nah, it's not going to happen. But it's the Lakers. Like I like I can't just disregard <laughs> LeBron like this. And I could have. Yeah, I wish because like at the beginning of this season they were like, oh yeah, LeBron like Lakers are like odds on favorites i wish i made a bet that they weren't gonna win <laughs> yeah hindsight is an made a absolute ah because i would have made money off that they were i would have made a mm. bunch of money and i wish that i had the guts to do that that's true but let's go into game two yeah i'll just just quickly before i so game one was pretty much close throughout we ended up 120 to 108 which um Honestly, mainly at the end, yeah. that that got our control. Neck once, and neck the, the whole game. once the bench units came. Last out. shout out, auto shout out as well is Peyton Pritchard off the bench. Uh, just a reminder: this dude is in only his first year. Oh yeah, the red and white well, guy. Sorry, second year technically. He's had one year of experience, and second year, and he dropped two from three from three point range. He was three from four from the field, eight points. Not crazy, but I mean, everyone's for like, minutes. everyone's like, why is this dude getting minutes? And it's like, <laughs> he's a plus 14. But that's the thing. Like, I literally was thinking like, oh yeah, like rookie and during the season, give him a few minutes. But he's been a very, well, pretty efficient point guard off the bench. So I think, again, depth for the Celtics. So I think it's a theme that might be continuing. Anyway, game two. Game two. Um, so I remember watching this and I think I mentioned, but like game two um, was a, like, you could see both teams at instantly stepped up like there was mm. a, a an energy there they were both playing much harder mm. and unfortunately uh, and i just think golden state just came out the gates really hard yeah. and um sense of urgency after game one i think so. yeah they were just like we're not gonna let this go mm. and just uh you know tatum went off but it was mm. it was eight for 19 that's fine um horford didn't go off yeah. Um, Williams was one from one. Smart was not off. Was off, and Brown was off. Derek White was off. Pritchard was off. <laughs> There's just a lot of offs. Like, I feel like if if you could have like a mirrored inversed box score from game one, game two is literally yeah. That. Because Tatum had a quiet game and had assists. This game he went off, and then the rest of the team yeah. so quiet. I mean, you and had you had a lot of key guys dropping literally only one shot in the whole game. Horford, Williams, Smart, like. Both Williams. Yeah, it was it was just not a good shooting it performance. Was, and I think. I'm pretty sure this was the one where okay, total turnovers wasn't that bad, but 19 turnovers to 12. And like yeah. we've said, if you give last game game one, they were equal in turnovers. I think it was 13 each. Um, mm. But this one, if you're going to give them extra turnovers, you know, do the quick math. That's seven turnovers. So seven at minimum. If they let's just assume that on a turnover. Um, yeah, 12, 19 minus 12 is 7, yeah? Yeah, but that's a big turnover differential but between... As a, as a minimum, you do 7 doubled. So yeah, that's, that's at least 14 points. That's at least 14 yeah. points. I've um, got a question for you because... Question me. 
as a, as a general general team, so many of the Celtics were not on fire. But then you look at the team, three point percentage, and it's still forty percent, which is respectable. Yeah, they just. But then you look at to... who who was shooting. Tatum was six from nine. Brown three from nine. Like they were kind of okay. But you had guys like Horford, who was six from eight in game one, didn't even attempt a three pointer in the second game. And but the, and this is what we're worried about Boston. Mm. The game, like when they're on fire, they're great. But yeah. there are games where they forget how to play completely. Like it's not just one of them. Like mm. it's not one person has a bad game with Boston. It's the whole team. But this is the tricky thing, right? Because we're just saying how they've got they've got depth throughout their roster. They've got so many options. It's like how does this happen then when multiple people went on fire? And I think it kind of comes down to the three-pointer because game one, they hit 50%, which is pretty crazy. And this game, we had people not even making threes. Was this them getting cold or is this the Warriors just locking the, down perimeter defense? The, the Warriors definitely adjusted hard. They were mm. like, those guys got way too many threes. Mm. Um, and I think also there was a lot more respect on defense. Like they mm. weren't letting Horford sit on the three-point line on his own. They weren't letting Derek White take free, yep. free shots on the... They, you know, they were... they definitely looked at the tape they definitely looked at what was going on and the other thing was is like yeah jason jason tatum did have a better game mm. um but i think they also stopped him from like being a facilitator yeah like true. they they kind of were just like cool we're not gonna let you find the open people you can go do your thing if mm. that's what you want but then i think they harassed off memory um jalen brown the whole game yep i was gonna say he didn't have a great shooting game five from 17 from the field overall pretty sure the strap was let let jason do whatever he wants except assist mm. and then we're gonna harass jalen brown um and it worked and dare i say this is this is one of the things that i think i did actually say last episode was this is the experience of the Warriors and their coaching staff yeah. being able to adjust. They've been to the finals so many times in the last decade. This adjustment, this sh- the shift from game one to game two, I think just, yeah, adjusting and not getting them... Because this is the thing too. It's not like they had a cold shooting game. They had guys who didn't even like really attempt many threes. So I think this is a specific, like you said, adapting to the yeah. to the Celtics, and it's so. And look, it was a low-scoring game. It was 107 to 88. Like, mm-hmm. here's the thing, right? Boston law, like... Boston had played terribly, all of them. Mm. Um, Golden State, <laughs> honestly. Like, so here's the thing: so you had you had Draymond here had was two from three, mm. um, which oh he had five from seven free throws though. Um, but anyway, regardless, <laughs> two from three. That's a good stat line for Draymond Green. <laughs> that's the number of shots you want him to take a game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then Wiggins had an absolute shocker, four from twelve. Mm. Thompson had an absolute shocker, four from nineteen. Mm. Curry was okay at 9 from 21. Um, Looney was great, 6 from 6. Um, every, and then what, I think you had Poole was fine, 6 from 14. Peyton, the second, was 3 from 3. Um, and that there you go, that's your ball game. Mm. Um, but I think the thing to highlight here is that most people, like um, Peyton was plus 15 when he was on the court. Uh, uh, Porter Jr. was plus 24. Like he, Porter Jr. was mm. 1 from 1 the whole game. Yeah. But the defense, they played small. Um, you know, Porter Jr. had 15 minutes. Peyton the second had 23. Poole had 23. Sorry, Peyton had 25. Um, but, um, you know, they went small. They played, you know, they played their mm. faster, more uh, guys with more agility. And it, look, it wasn't a great game. People's percentages here were not great. But, mm. and, you know, they only, they, both teams put, shot 40.5 from three. Boston yeah. and and Golden State, but Golden State was 45% from the field, which I think makes a difference, mm. and um, 
I think it was mostly the defensive effort because yes. I mean when you have the Warriors like second option Clay was one from eight from three point range like he wasn't even hitting but the defensive adjustment I think that's the thing yeah, that really that, changed that the was game all around. it was mm-hmm. Boston couldn't work out how to get the ball in the hole um, which is the aim and, of the game so <laughs> and, yeah which is the aim of the game and at the end of the day they couldn't really look they were doing okay like here's the thing they only lost by 20 or whatever like what is it 10 yeah uh, yeah 19 points yeah. yeah 19 points which at the end of the day is like isn't that bad the problem was mm. is that golden state for most of this game were up by 10 most of the game mm. they just couldn't really get a roll going whereas game were, one i feel like it was almost like neck and neck kind of the yeah way. this one they had a comfortable bumper, bumper yeah. the whole way through and it was mainly just defense mm. they were just not letting people get comfortable mm. they let jason tatum do whatever he wanted but didn't let him do anything else they yeah. let him score as much as he wanted except for assisting and didn't really get anyone else started yeah. so and the crowd was hot it mm. you know golden state played really well um but that all kind of flips again because mm. and this is and this is weird because i'm not confident with boston at home okay i'm not i'm not they've lost uh, did you see the heat series bro yeah we did actually what was home court advantage <laughs> it didn't it did not exist it was literally like the last four games in the series was all away wins so which is wild like yeah. the boston your home court is supposed to be your fortress yeah and they did not really take advantage of that and so. boston's home court has not been a fortress and mm. neither has miami which still bizarre to me that that's <laughs> even a thing um, but exciting going to game three though because it was neck and neck one one apiece so that i think was a great start to the series overall so it was it was is this game three yes mm. okay i need the box score i've lost everything i've lost where, where is everything here we go <laughs> so and this was a great game because mm. boston started off so hot mm. they were like wham bam you're at my home now <laughs> Pazar. And I, 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 like I told you, I almost turned this game off. I thought it was over. Mm. Um, at one point in the first quarter, Jalen Brown had 10 points and Golden State Warriors had nine. I mean, that's how you want to start the game. Outscore the entire other team. Electric. Mm. The Boston crowd was so hot. They were so amped up. Mm. Um, it was great. I, but yeah, at, the, at halftime, I was like, do I even need to watch this? Like, is mm. it over? Like, is it done done? Like, Boston seemed to be on fire yeah um and then boston forgot to play i don't know how this is a thing so it's a well-known stat that somehow some way golden state warriors it's not even close the best third quarter team in the whole league for the whole year at all points in time has been golden state yeah i don't know how (laughs) they do it Mm. i'm sure there's some deep advanced stat that like how they do it i don't know how they do it doesn't make sense actually have a uh, like a pretty good scientific reason why what is the science okay other than stephen curry going to the locker room and looking at people bagging him out on twitter <laughs> gets fired up well this is the thing right third quarter is right after halftime at yeah. halftime steve kerr the coach right yeah he gives all his players the most important thing michael jordan secret stuff steve kerr played with michael jordan he still has access this- to it this is some space jam logic right here is and this that's real? that's what happens no i wish <laughs> i i cannot i don't understand why yeah all i know is that it happens and I, that boston, i don't understand like a specific quarter how can you be such a dominant team consistently every, every yeah. single time 
I think maybe just out of the halftime, they have that little bit extra time to adjust, whereas between quarters, you don't have as much time. Maybe they have time to know. game plan. I don't know. I it's just, crazy. I don't understand if, like, if you're Boston, I mean, it's like, hey, like they're going to try and gun, outgun us in the third quarter. They do it every single game. Yeah. We can't let them get a ball, like, get the ball rolling. And then what happens? They get the ball rolling. I don't understand. Dark magic. That's all I can How? <laughs> who? Who? How many babies have you murdered to get this dark, dark <laughs> magic? Can I say that? I think I can. I mean, probably. <laughs> Look, you don't mind the Illuminati coming after you, so yeah. But th- there's some, there's some, like, there's some magic. Like, who, what have mm. you sacrificed? Yeah. I mean, what I- dark, dark spell have you put? <laughs> Is it baby's tears? Maybe they've just got like Wilt Chamberlain's it's gotta be like, like sarcophagus or something in the basement, and they just it's get got some it. Of that no, that's point not. Magic. That's not innocent enough. It's got it. Like only dark magic only works from like pure free innocent things it's got to be baby's tears <laughs> what big baby while he's in no, right. <laughs> what an idiot oh, that, did you watch that basketball series that big baby was on where um they did this like street ball series on youtube where they got famous rappers and they could bring their crew and it was like what? a smaller court and they were playing for like a million dollars Way. It's like a whole thing. As in, was this the actual like league or was this? No, 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 no. Okay. It's like a random street. I've seen it's... him play in the big three, which is a pretty fun. No, 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 no. But no, played. so there's this thing on YouTube. It's like a street series, Whoa. and then like the whole idea was like it was like street ball, but like they had okay. referees, so it was like not like full refereeing, but like it was like light. It was like street ball, but then they like, had to bring your own crew. But okay. what it turned into was how many ra- like which rapper could bring the most NBA prospects in, because <laughs> you weren't allowed to bring like real NBA players, but you were allowed to bring like. Right talent like people that used to play for nba or like so, so a bit just, of a loophole yeah okay Re- respect to um to oh what's that dude's name what's the white guy um jack harlow he actually brought oh, his boys yeah. with him and got smashed i mean props for not but just he, he brought selling his boys. out and getting actual but players anyway. one of the rappers i think it might have been um ray shramond um mm-hmm. they brought glenn big baby davis with him oh, my goodness. and they were talking all this smack and this guy is terrible <laughs> Usually, okay. when you have a bench warmer, like they smash the competition. Yeah. This guy couldn't beat a bunch of rappers. Wow. He was terrible. I mean, he was never really dominant in his day. I mean, he actually played for the Celtics, funnily yeah, enough. Yeah, I know. I know he played for the Celtics. So that's a good I, had segue, to, but... I had to look him up, and it's like, why does everyone keep talking about this dude? He got benched. Wow. He missed like two dunks in a row. Oh my god. And they got he got benched by like some blingy off. rapper. Like, dude. Oh. Um. Gosh, we just got um. Bit anyway, <laughs> um, what was the point of that? I don't we even know what the point of that was. Oh, you mentioned yeah, but there was a whole YouTube series. It was kind of cool. Yep. Like they were talking smack the whole time, and it was like a smaller court, so it was supposed to be like fast paced. And yep. I think they had like a four point line, maybe. Okay. It's a whole thing. Um, mainly smaller court, and it was supposed to be like street ball, but it was cool. But um, Glenn Glenn Baby Davis played in it, and he was terrible. And then he got arrested for fraud. <laughs> Escalated quickly. Yeah. Oh. Um, but so, anyway, Warriors in the third quarter. Somehow, we're guessing uh, big baby tears. I'm turning into Jeff <laughs> and Gavin. It's happening in real life. Um, but oh. this game was crazy. Because mm. then in the third quarter, Boston forgot how to play again. Mm. And and the Warriors just kept clawing it back. And then in the fourth quarter, the Warriors are down by four. And I'm just like, what the hell? This is supposed to be done, and now I'm worried that Boston isn't going to win. <laughs> I mean, but that's good, though. That's what we want to see. We yeah, see close but games, I was going to be really upset if Boston lost the first game at home. Like, come on, dudes. Yep. 
But Especially how, when they'd been leading all game, you can't just drop that much of a lead. Don't and do up. this to me again, where <laughs> you you steal one on the road and then don't know how to play at home. Yeah, this can't be a thing. <laughs> you can't just throw away like a twenty point lead, and you guys were so hot at the beginning. Mm. Like Golden State were just like, what do we do? And then they're just like, don't worry, wait for third quarter, and then Curry will bail us out. And it's just like, no, you can't let them do that. And actually, speaking of Curry bailing out, the thing I, I liked about if you look at the stats for this game, right? Game one was pretty much just Curry trying to carry. Um, some of the other games, it was just Tatum just carrying. This one was like a battle of the big threes. This one actually had a good scoring performance from both teams. So on the Celtics, Tatum with 26, Brown with 27, Smart with 24. You look over on the Warriors, you've got Curry dropping 31, Clay with 25, Wiggins dropping 18. I feel like that was like, this is just kind of like the old school era where you had your, your bigs, big three stars kind of just duking it out. And I feel like, I mean, a little bit of, uh, bench performance pool with 10 uh, but other than the big three it really wasn't much um, production offensively for the Warriors which is kind of what, what we're saying before right like you only really got those scoring threats Draymond two points Looney yeah. six like and and the problem they had uh, they had a big problem in this game mm. is that dare I say it Steve Kerr got out coached which doesn't happen often doesn't happen often mm. he look Green was not doing much for them in game mm. three. He yep. hasn't... Look, he hasn't done a lot in all the games, to be quite honest. Yep. Um, and the problem is is that you just can't afford to have Green and Looney out there for too long on, on their own. Mm. They're non-scorers. They're not helpful. Um, and Green was just talking a lot of smack, but wasn't really contributing. But for some reason, he wouldn't get... Be- like, they wouldn't take him off. Until like, they had to when he got six fouls and fouled out of the game. <laughs> look, can I just say that... Green is essentially... Because, um, again, I don't watch a lot of Warriors recently because they've sucked. Um, and I forgot I forgot this. I knew this, mm. but I forgot how bad he can get. Draymond Green is essentially... Um, what's that stupid guy's name that plays... Oh, bloody... Who came on... Oh, no. How can I forget his name now? I'm Did getting... Describe it for me. Um, it's the dude on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Beverly. Oh, right, yeah. Draymond yeah. Green is a less scoring threat Patrick Beverly. He's a six foot seven Patrick Beverly, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, but but Patrick Beverly is better than Draymond Green, scoring wise. I mean, yeah, scoring wise, totally agree. Yeah. Maybe maybe Draymond's got the defense, but that's mm. not what the Warriors re- need right now. They need yeah. some buckets. I mean, I will say though, he brings a lot that doesn't show up in the stats. But no, this guy's an irritant. I mean, sometimes you need that. No, but that's all he is. No, I'm. Sh- I know he helps. I know that he like helps direct the thing. But no, he's just a bad version of Patrick Beverly. I like this. this. Is the first disagreement we've got so far. I feel like, uh, I feel like it's always a balancing. Act. I won't say that he's good to have on the court all the time. I feel like it's a balancing act with Draymond. You need him to at least be semi okay with the stats to justify the un- like intangible things he does. Because I think. It is a bit unfair because his leadership, what he does, like directing the defense and stuff, doesn't show up, so it doesn't get enough credit. Having said that, I will say when he's when he's scoring like two points a game and fouling out, that doesn't justify the things that he does. That's what I will say. You're paying this man like what five years, a hundred million? Yeah. For what? Yeah, I agree with. Look, I agree with. No, you. look, I agree. Look, I I will admit that Draymond does help anchor the defense, mm. and he is like a point point forward yeah yeah kind of yeah the the team usually plays better when draymond is here mm. but draymond is not doing enough like you you yeah. at some point you have to go cool i know the team in the regular season plays better with draymond yeah. but at the moment draymond isn't giving me anything okay we definitely agree on this then because 
in clutch moments, you cannot afford to have someone who is literally zero offensive threat out on the court. No. You, you cannot afford They're to have They're giving that, him so. the Simmons sag. Yeah. And all he's doing, is, and look, I know that you kind of need this, but all he's doing is just yatting away. <laughs> I've said this, like, look, against the, um, not the Timberwolves, the, the other ones. What are the other? The Grizzlies. Yep. All he was doing was ramping them up. Yeah. He he thinks that he's like you know talking smack, it's a getting in their head. All he did was ramp them up, yep. and I don't know if he's ramping up. Like I don't think the Boston Celtics are that um, passionate or that. Um, there's another word I'm looking for. Um, rowdy, rowdy, that uh, emotional. Mm. I don't think that the Boston Celtics rely that much on raw emotion to get them back into the game. But yeah. honestly, and I think game two game look. Which game was it where I messaged you that the refs bailed out the Warriors hard? It might have been game two. Game two, yeah. Um, but honestly, the Warriors have been... Oh, I, oh, here we go. Here, here's the bit I didn't want to touch on, but I remembered yeah. that I wanted to touch on this. Yep. Um, I don't want to say that the refs are bailing out the Warriors, hmm. but I also want to say that the refs are bailing out the Warriors. <laughs> okay, um, yep. There's definitely been and I know this happens every finals but I really there have been times where I'm just like oh like oh I don't oh do I say it it's I just feel like sometimes the Warriors be getting these really nice calls yeah that are not replicated on Boston's side I mean uh, I guess part of it I think is probably just I'm the, the not, experience I'm, for, for kind of milking calls like that and part of it's the reputation as well I think the refs are a bit biased towards the biggest of big stars. Draymond gets away with so much. And also Draymond because he Draymond can play gets away and, yeah. with so much. I think they've just practiced go, it, I think. It's go on the subreddit. I saw <laughs> I saw a clip where Draymond was like yanking Jason Tain around, like mm. pulling down like did this big like I'm I'm I wish we recorded this. He's doing like this big closeout, but then like as he does he hooks his arm in, then yanks down and yeah. then runs away. And Tatum's actually got like a bit of an injury to his yeah, shoulder as that well. That was so. dirty, bro. Yeah. There's another so there's been a couple of calls that have really annoyed me. There was one call with Jason Brown. Jalen Brown. Yeah. Sorry, not Jaylen Jason. Jalen Brown. Brown. Mm. It I can't remember which game it was in, but it was the first quarter and Jalen had already picked up one foul. Mm. Um it was Peyton. Uh, it was it was it Porter. It was it was either it was either Porter Junior or mm. it was Peyton the second. I can't remember which one it was. Yep. This this dude had a fast break, mm. went up for the layup, fell over in the air. <laughs> that you could see on the it, it, look. I can understand a little bit why the um the refs called it against Jalen Brown. Mm. The only problem is when you look at the replay, Jalen Brown didn't actually touch him. Yeah, and look, I always say this to defend the refs. It's hard to call in the moment, but I mean, in a, in a at finals, what point? Like, if you yeah, watch the replay and you go, "Oh, he didn't," yeah. uh, I'm gonna say, I think, I think it was Peyton the second. Mm. This this boy, uh, I shouldn't call him boy. That's rude. Um, this dude just fell over himself <laughs> in the air somehow. He knocked himself out of the air. Mm. I think he knew that that Jalen was close, but mm. he fell out of the air himself. Because you should see the clip. Jalen didn't touch him. Yeah. And he got given a second foul, and Jalen, I think it must have been game two, mm. because then Jalen had to sit. When you pick up the second foul early in the in game, In the first quarter, pretty, he had yeah. to go sit. I yeah. think that's off memory. And at what point, because like they hadn't done the free throws yet, and the replay was coming up, and everyone was like, WTF. Mm. And at what point... I. 
I understand that the call's been made, but I have seen referees reverse calls in NBA. It mm. does happen. They are using their replays a fair bit now. It doesn't so. happen often. Mm. But it's this whole situation. You remember, um, it was a couple of years ago, when Harden um, dunked... Do you remember when Harden dunked the ball and it went through the net and yeah, it came out the top? I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> and they refused... Like, the replays were happy and they're like, nah, mate, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, but I've seen other calls happen where they've looked mm. at the replay quickly. Like, they haven't even done a timeout. They've just quickly seen it and gone, okay, yeah, that's obvious. Like, mm. we'll, we'll overturn that. It happens. I feel like I've got a good compromise for this because obviously they can't go back and review every single play. No. But when it's kind of like a crucial player who's, yeah, might be sitting when it's out. it's obvious like that, yeah. like, come on, it wasn't even a 50-50 call. It was Jalen Brown didn't touch him. Yeah. Quite obviously. I mean, I, I think just, yeah, they make mistakes. I guess, what, what can you do about that other than review every single play? Yeah, I it, just it's, think it's, it's tough. I, look, I agree. I, yeah, look, look I, yeah. I don't want them replaying, like looking at every single one. But if you can quickly be like, oh, yeah, we made a mistake. Mm. I think one issue I do have, I will say, is when one ref calls it or doesn't call it, and then the other one knows that that's the wrong call and they don't overrule it. That's yeah. one thing I, I will say should be fixed because that doesn't involve re-watching whatever. It's literally like one ref is like, you made the wrong call. But sometimes they're tentative, like they're not Look, sure to do it or not. So, as long as like I am not upset if they go, that was the wrong call. Side out to the team that was had the wrong call. Mm. Yeah. If it look, you know, it's better. Look, it, even if it loses, like I think there was one call where like they shot a bucket and it was like obviously a foul, but for some reason it was waved off. It wasn't a shooting. Like they said he wasn't in the shooting mo- motion, which he absolutely was. <laughs> um, then they put it to the side. And I was like, look, that's annoying, but at least. Mm. At least you still get the ball back. Um, there right. was another foul. Draymond Green ran, and again, in the moment, uh, in the moment, I will admit it's hard to pick who was at fault. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, in the replay, Draymond Green ran through Grant Williams. <laughs> like Grant Williams is like still. Um, Draymond like put like hooked his arm and then just. Fell into him, essentially. Like, <laughs> ran through him. Like, the mm. the replay, it was so obvious. Mm. And honestly, in real time, I was like, that's got to be a call on Draymond, surely. Yeah. Like, the way that he... He, he literally, like, I need to find you the clip. Um, hold up. Let me see if I can find the clip while I, while I talk about how bad it was. Um, I mean, if it's off ball, I will say that they can get away with a bit more because obviously that's not what the refs, refs are looking at exactly, but they do still need to pay attention to the whole, whole play. Like, it was ridiculous. Um, yeah, here we go. And he gets, I think he gets a tech for it, which is good. Mm. Um, but the, he got a tech for complaining about it. Mm. Hold up. Give me the replay. Give me this replay. I wish we had video. So, but like, you look at this replay and like, how in the hell did you put this against? Yeah. Williams got a, got a tech out of, out of Draymond. Look yeah. at this. He runs through him. I mean, and that one, that one, he drops the shoulder He's as well. He's underneath Grant Williams' yeah. shoulder. And this one, I won't defend the refs because there was a ref right by the side of the court watching that, so... Look at that! He's, yeah. It looks like he's about to scrum down in Rugby Union. <laughs> How do you call that? What is, what is Grant yeah. Williams supposed to do there? Nothing, yeah. That, he, that, that was a bad call. That's that bad that was call. a terrible call. It was a yeah. lose. Like, there was... There was it was a shocker. Yeah, but I mean, what do you do to fix that? You can't. You can't really do much other it than was, the refs just doing better. So I just yeah, it's just frustrating. Because yeah. like, if it's any consolation, I mean, the Celtics so, are up. So yeah, coming yeah. back to my my point though, that Draymond Green is 
a less effective and i hate saying good like, we you know i hate saying nice things about patrick beverly <laughs> i don't like that dude yeah i i understand i understand why you need dudes like that mm. i still don't like it yeah and i st- and i even I, I dislike it even more because when i'm on the court i'm that guy <laughs> that's what that's what annoys me i think the most if there's one person when we're hooping who's the one person that's gonna get mad and start trying to like yeah annoy people it's me yeah and who's I'm, gonna do the hustle plays? Yeah, it's always me that tries to annoy the other team. Yeah, it's always me, and that's what it pisses me off even more. Is that I'm slamming Patrick Beverly and Draymond Green on the weekly. Yeah, and that is me when I'm on the when I'm playing rugby union. That was me. I was doing those naughty little fouls that like you didn't notice, but pissed off the other team. And if there's one person that's gonna start chirping at the other team or like try and get annoy them or get in their head it'll be me or my brother yeah oh, but it's 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 one of the red it's oh, wait, i shouldn't say my last name uh, <laughs> but it's one of the 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 last names ending in r it's one yeah. of us <laughs> uh, sorry i just love the free stream you've also paused the video on <laughs> a very displeased grant williams it's draymond green is a dirty player yeah I, it, it cannot yeah. be denied. But the the difference is, I think that the only difference, the only reason he's respected in any kind of form is that he has a ring. He has yeah. several rings. That's the only reason. Yeah. And the only reason he's gotten away with playing how he has is because he's been surrounded by people that knew what they had to score. Yeah. Well, I was going to say knew what they were doing. I was but, also going to say that he's he's been to the final so many times he knows what he can get away with so he's almost like mastered the dirty art kind of so yeah Um, just quickly want to add as well because he did touch on Steve Kerr being out coached which doesn't happen often and I want to point out too let alone being out coached by a first year head coach let's also talk about that because Ime Udoka this is his first season as head coach and he's brought the team to the finals albeit like a pretty solid team but this guy has had to bring back they were at the 11th 11th spot early yeah. in the season I know I keep saying it but it's just a crazy thing when sorry uh, to mm. tangent again when did they trade for Derek White uh, that was I think m- was that this year mid, I think it was mid this season yeah because they traded with the Spurs so um, which is a fun fact what because what do for that I don't remember this trade I didn't even like, I'm going to be really honest um, these playoffs came around and I was like oh Derek White's on this team <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I don't remember exactly who they traded with. It was a slightly smaller trade because obviously White, I think, was starting for the, for the Spurs, but he's like a bench player. Um, I mean, solo bench player. Which but, yeah. I was surprised with because there was a point where Derek White was playing really good on the Spurs, and I was yeah. like, he's going to be the future. Him, him and DeJounte look like the future backcourt, so I'm kind of surprised that the Spurs let go of him. Um, but, I mean, at the time, I don't think it was a huge trade. I don't think many people saw it as no, a huge trade. No, but like, so. he, he was like a couple of years ago, he was, like, he was getting a lot of minutes and then he just kind of disappeared. Yeah. Ah, that's right. Josh Richardson and Romeo Lankford. That's right. And a top four protected they, 2022. I think the Celtics only got uh, Richardson at the start of the season too, so moved him yeah. pretty quickly. Uh, anyway, I digress. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so Ime Udoka, good segue because Derek White coming from the Spurs, Udoka... Uh, was underneath Popovich. Ah. So was Steve Kerr. It's such a crazy, just... (sighs) The number of coaches who have worked with Popovich or someone that he's trained, like, this guy... This is I know when we're talking about the finals coach, but Popovich has to be the GOAT of coaches. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's certainly up there with, I think, like, obviously the Phil Jackson and stuff like that. But, yeah, I just think... It's all... Like, Kerr's really good, but it all started with Pop. 
And the crazy thing is as well is that Pop's been around for ages. He's got a little bit more of a traditional mindset. And you think, all right, but how does that translate in today's game? It's obviously changed a bit. You've got the Warriors who pretty much revolutionized the game. <laughs> but I feel like it's that fundamental understanding that then they build upon. It's like they That's take Pop's wisdom and then turn it to something new almost. So um, The Boston coach. Ado- what's his name? Adoka. Yeah. Adoka. There's a clip. Well, there's not a clip, but there's a, a transcript mm. of how he pumps up the Boston. Oh, gonna- Have you seen <laughs> yeah. that? He just goes, hey, stop playing playing like a bunch of softies and and sort of softies replace that with the word that starts with b and you you know what he tells them but i just think that's so funny like the head coach just comes down here and goes hey stop being soft and go out there and play like that is hilarious but that's what i love even more is that this guy's in his first year usually takes a little bit of time to get respect from the players and stuff but this guy's going out and telling him like it is like and 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 then marcus smart is just like yeah you're right yeah i think i think he's just doing such a good job i mean Obviously, credit to the players. I mean, obviously, they've got uh, Tatum and Brown who they've been developing for years. So I think it was inevitable they'd eventually progress in the playoffs. But I, I do want to say that Joker, I think, is a large inevitable. part. Yep. <laughs> the coaching definitely helps. Look, Brad yeah. Stevens was not the coach. I think Stevens was a decent coach, but not. He had too many chances and he didn't deliver. No. I think this is well and truly. He was an okay thing, coach. So, yeah, he was. He was solid. But yeah. um, so I want to finish off on what the Warriors, because at this stage, boss, Warriors are down. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a little segment I call what do the Warriors need to do mm. to turn this around. Yeah. Um. And first, the big one is that they need to hide Curry on defense better, yes. which they've been trying to do all season. Yeah. That's we're, one thing we didn't get to. We yeah. were we were watching uh game three uh, at lunch, mm. and I told you this is what happens. So Celtics will try to switch on to Curry. Yeah. Curry will get switched on. And then Wiggins will come over the double, whoever's on Curry, so that Curry can duck underneath Wiggins and go back to his man. Yep. It happen- and and uh, like clockwork. Play, it happened, like yeah. clockwork. Um, and when you've got a matchup of Tatum on Curry, that's sh- pretty much an easy bucket. He um, missed a few. Like, in game three, yeah. the Celtics shot 10 of 14 when Stephen Curry was the primary defender. Yep. Um, Marcus Smart went to the post... He posted down. Yeah. He backed down Stephen Curry in the paint. When would you ever see Marcus Smart on the post doing That's a crazy. post move on Stephen? They <sighs> just and they scored ten. They scored at least twenty points. Yeah, on Steph. I mean, we need to quickly say that Steph isn't a bad defender, but. In terms of 1v1 defense, he's not great. He's no. better at intercepting balls. He's he's an okay defender, but not not playoff, like not finals level defender. You, you, he's you, the weakest link. You need link. to hide him a little bit. Yep, he's exactly. the weakest link. Yep. So I think, and I think that's one thing, obviously we're saying how the Warriors have been good at adjusting after game one. They they turned it around and adjusted well. Maybe game four, we will see them adjust that. They'll, they'll hopefully find a way. I mean, look, Wiggins was doing a good job with the help, but... I mean that leaves well, someone just, open, and then yeah, uh, that's the thing. Wiggins, so. Wiggins uh, plus minus isn't great, but Wiggins was yeah. the one that was coming over trying to like switch back with Curry. Yeah, and Tate and, and Smart were just like give me Curry yep. every time. Pretty num much. num num. Yeah, and they um, both scored like crazy. Look, so, yeah. and I think so. Yeah, so they need to hide Curry better on de- on on defense, and they need to get that man the ball on offense. But they also, yep. yeah, the the whole team needs to be be hitting, and I don't think we've seen a full game yet where the Warriors are hitting on all cylinders. Yep, I agree with that, yep. And lastly, and I think most importantly, look, Draymond's talking a lot of smack. <laughs> a lot of smack. Mm-hmm. And at this stage, I don't think his smack talk has, has matched what he's been putting in the game. 
Yeah. He seems more concerned about hopping onto his podcast <laughs> straight away after the finals to podcast about it than actually winning. Yeah, I think he, he obviously smack talks part of it, but he has to also produce stats, and he's not he's, he's not, not producing court, anything. So, yeah. I either need to see Draymond step up, or I need to see him benched. Yeah. You can't... If Dr- if the Draymond strat isn't hitting, mm. get some firepower out. Yep. Go mean, small. Quick start as well. Really interesting. He hasn't scored more than 25 in any game since the 2016 yep. finals. Uh, he's just obviously not a scorer, but even if he's not scoring, at least be facilitating better, rebounding better, like just be playing better. And, and I, I think, yeah. And Steve Kerr needs to coach better. Why yeah. did Gary Payton the second only have 11 minutes of game time in game three? Why? I mean, he, he why why did Kevin but Looney... But he doesn't need to be productive. That's not his job. Mm. His job's to stop you from scoring. Yeah. He's good at it. Why did Kevin Looney get 17 minutes? Because they haven't got a ton of bigs, really. I yeah. Think it's, quite, it's either that or Draymond, right? So... <laughs> I, I they're just quite don't understand. Bigs, so. I, do, I would rather, at this stage, have mm. Gary Payton the second play instead of Draymond. Mm. I mean... Yeah, I mean, other than that, in terms of bigs, they've really only got, like, Kaminga, but he's, like, he's a youngster. It's, yeah. Look, I know Boston are playing big, but they're still... Boston want to shoot threes. Mm, Green's true. okay. Like, maybe leave Green at the five. I don't think Looney should be getting huge. Like, I don't think... I, I You know, you want to get your Otto Porter Juniors, your Peyton the seconds, your pools. You need to lock down that three-point line. Mm. And actually, I mean, the game that the Warriors won is the one where they really locked down the three-point line against the Celtics. So I think they need to kind of lean into that strat. And the Celtics no, have been hitting super well at, from inside the paint. Either. stats, that might have been a bad take. Because <laughs> Boston shot 37% from three and 48% from the paint. So Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. I just feel like when you when they kind of focus more on the perimeter defense it has in game two, I think worked quite well. So Yeah, you can't, you yeah. can't let them get, I guess at the end of the day, three is bigger than two. Yeah. And um, and they yeah, Golden State had more turnovers. It, it's just yeah, they need to. Draymond Green needs to do a bit more than talk smack and be an irrit. He needs mm-hmm. to per, uh, needs to do a lot more. I know that there's a lot of unseen stats, but even on the court, he's just not doing enough. Yeah. Looney, I think, got too much time. It it needs to be either Looney or Draymond on the court. You can't have both. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. And yeah. like, I understand that Peyton the second isn't doing a lot offensively, and maybe that's why he got less time. But at least he's a great perimeter defender. Mm. I mean, even if you put like Porter Junior on, because at least he can hit a three here and there, and he's still similar size to, to Green. So yeah, I think that's probably better. I think swap. you need to have some proper. You need to have a real big think about. You know, is Draymond the person that you want to cost you your? Mm your finals and one other thing that I also had that Warriors need to do is not that they haven't done it last game it was a bit better Wiggins, Thompson and Curry all had at least 18 points or more but they need to lock in all three guys hitting at least 20 they need production because they haven't got quite the same depth as the Celtics yeah. in terms of scoring so they need those three guys to all be switched on none of this one from eight from three point range from Clay. he needs to be locked yeah. in he needs to watch footage of himself playing game six type himself up and get get hot. So. <laughs> I can't believe he put that on. He admitted that out that's loud. So good. I, I honestly love that though. I think well, that's that's quite quite good to fire yourself up with some iconic moments. Look, so. at the end of the day, from the bench, only three people got points. Yep. Porter Jr., Peyton got two from two from the three for a line, and then Jordan Poole. 
Yeah. Um, if you look, actually, that's a bad. That's a bad take. Boston didn't do much else from the point. Uh, but, look. but I feel like the difference is though that Boston, you've got guys who can score double di- digits. You got White. You've got Horford. Even Williams had double digits last game. So. I think just Boston, while the bench isn't always productive, it can be pretty unproductive. They have guys who can do it. The Warriors seem like every game the bench has been a little bit too quiet. Yeah. So they need they need a bit more from that. So super keen. The game's tomorrow. We're going to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it. I don't care what the girlfriend says. She's she's going to put up with me watching it. She can... <laughs> We're going out for dinner later. I'll I'll buy her a glass of wine to make up for it. <laughs> that seems like a fair trade. Yep. Yep. Oh. So thanks uh, thanks for listening. Uh, like subscribe apparently you can review podcasts i've been listening to another podcast and apparently you can review it awesome. or something so give, give us, us a, five stars give us yeah we'd appreciate that 10 stars out of five that'd be great too yeah <laughs> or 69 stars my favorite amount of stars oh, gosh yep uh like subscribe tell your friends yep keep and an eye on the space tuned because we're, we're about to have a new nba champion yep. so we will review that has boston struck gold i don't know you tell me mm. peace we out see ya